I'm Hope. I'm Kasia, and, and we, we are That, that Smutty Book, Book Club. Club. And today we have a special guest with us. We have Sloan St. James. We're super excited. Super excited, too. Yeah, I just want to make sure because you asked about that mute button, so. Oh, no, it's fine. It's not blinking. Okay. So we're just going to ask you some questions today um, and hype up your newest release, Stand and Defend, because it's literally a book that everyone needs to freaking read because it's like my Roman Empire right now. I can't stop thinking about it. And I've been in such a book slump since reading it. Like, nothing compares to it. I can't. Like, the level of spice that you write is like none other. And so, like, nothing compares. It's, yeah, it's, that one, I honestly, I wasn't even ready for the spice that was in that book. I remember writing it one day, and I think, like, the, it was the one, I think it was the part where, like, the hand necklace thing came in, like, the tattoo, and I was like, oh my god, like, <laughs> like double up on counseling, like, what is going on? It's just crazy. I just felt like it was, I don't know where it came from, honestly, like, I, it, from inside but I don't know what part of me like was able to dredge up yeah yeah I thought like like strong and wild was spicy with like the degradation and like all of that and then I read this one I was like okay yeah like this is top tier <laughs> like this is unmatched that's awesome I'm so glad that you liked it um so I was on your author website today um and I found something that made me absolutely laugh so hard in your about page you says uh, like you say something about like how book like writing combines two of your favorite things um <laughs> books and getting plowed and I was laughing so hard my husband came and he's like what are you laughing about and I read him that and he was like that is gold like <laughs> I when I wrote that no one I don't think knew who I was yet and I didn't think anyone was gonna ever see it I was just like yeah something like funny in here I was kind of like writing it for me yeah Yeah. I was dying laughing this morning. Okay, so we'll start off with some questions. Um, who are you like outside of being an author? Keep going. Oh, we are like, especially her, like spaz central. Like last episode, I was talking, and then in the middle of talking, I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, like, and, like I saw everything. See it just leave my brain. I was like, yep, that's that's totally like what I'm going through right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I guess I'm. Yeah. Like, pretty much just like me. It's it's very bizarre to have like 
mm-hmm. is still very new. Like, my husband's like, what is that like? And I'm like, I don't even know. Like, I just try to keep them so separate from who I am. Yeah. Because I don't think who I am in real life could honestly handle it. <laughs> <laughs> almost, like, too much. So it's, like, this little, like, safe space that I just keep for alone, and then I have, like, me, and then, yeah. I love that, though, because you can, like, almost, like, go into your other realm to, like, yeah. write and stuff, and I, I like that. Yeah, and I, I definitely do. Like, there's certain times where my husband, it'll be, like, a day of writing or something, and he'll talk to me, and I hear, like, an into and like, everything he says, like, he'll say something, and I'm like, oh, like, da 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 he's like, can we, like, not talk to Sloan right now? <laughs> like, normal. And not turn every single thing that I'm saying into an innuendo because it's not like the way I'm trying to do this. Like, I'm trying to go dinner right now. I love that so much. I know. So it's kind of become this joke of just like, okay, am I talking to Sloan right now or am I talking to Roy? So that sort of fun thing. So if you didn't know, um, you have four books out right now. Um, Before We Came, Strong and Wild, In the Game, and Sand Defend. Um, It's part of the Lake Hockey series. um, And it is probably one of my top hockey series. Like, I found you on a whim one day. And I immediately texted Hope. I was like, you need to read this book. Because I found Before We Came just, like, randomly. And I think it was before Strong and Wild came out, honestly. And I was like, you need to read this book. Because I, like, would not stop thinking about it. Like, I was like it just, like, blew my mind in, like, the most, like, psychological thriller way, and I was, like, and then you had the spice in it on top of that, and I was just, like, holy shit, like, you need to read this right now, and then I've gotten to Arc Read for you two times now, and it's been amazing, and I absolutely love it, and so grateful for the opportunity to even do it, but it's just been so awesome. Thank you. Thanks for being an Arc Reader, too. Do you have any questions Um, that you want to ask? Okay. Um, the next question that I had is, and then this is going to be a hard one, but who is your favorite character that you've written? Oh. Um, they're all, like, there's, they're very different. I've thought about this question. It's like times. asking who your favorite child is. Like, it yeah, really is. It is. <laughs> like, there's different things about all of them. Lately, I guess, it's been Reese. Just because I've had more, he's my least read book, and I don't know which is bizarre to me. Because that is so often that he's most people's favorite MC. Um, and Mickey is such a badass. Like I love her yeah. so much. Yeah, and he's like kind of quiet. Like he's kind of like canon, but with like this quiet front to him, which kind of adds like this layer of I don't know complexity and. I don't know, just, like, mysteriousness, which, of course, is always hot. Mm-hmm. So, I kind of, I don't know, lately it's been him, um, because I sort of, for, not, like, forgot about him, but just talking about it more lately, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, he he did say, like, some really dirty stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. I forgot about it, because after writing Barrett, Barrett's so sweet. Yes. Which I also love. Like, if I had to be married to one of them, I would probably want to be married to Barrett, but, like, at the same time, I don't know. I think I like Reese. I think he's just the more, I don't know, maybe misunderstood or something. I feel like he's almost, like, not done. I could probably write Reese and Mickey, like, a whole series about them because I just really like them and their relationship. I so. absolutely ate up that book. I think that was probably the one that I read the fastest was Strong and Wild. Yeah, yeah. Just that because it flowed. The fastest too, yeah, I think. it just flowed so well, and, like, their relationship dynamic was so fun. I really liked them a lot. I, like, when that first, when that book came out, I thought it was going to bomb. And I, like, told my editor, I was like, you know, we've had, like, a good run. This was fun. But I think this is it. Like, this (laughs) is going to, we're going to be done after this. And I was just, like, I think in a really weird place in my life. Um, But then everybody loved it. And so then I think almost I, I loved it myself, but I just, I don't know, I guess I just didn't have faith in it or something. Because it's writing is not something that I thought I could do mm-hmm. so I've learned to even love it more and love these characters more like as I go um especially writing the fourth book I got emotional writing it which was I think it was during like an anal scene <laughs> <laughs> but I was like they just love 
each other so much, and it was, like, the first time I had gotten choked up over a book, and I think I, like, took pictures instead of my beta team. I was like, look, I got a tear, <laughs> like, it finally happened, um, because I do, like, I just really freaking love them all so much, and, and it's gotten to that point where I'm getting that writer's brain that other writers have, where their characters are, like, real, real to them, mm-hmm. you know, um, and, yeah, so I, I do, like, I love them all, but today I'm going to say this. <laughs> What is the weirdest thing you've had to research because of writing? Oh, God. Um, there was, so, when I was writing book one, <clears throat> that was probably the weirdest. Uh, there's some weird stuff in book two, too. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there was, that story had changed so many times by the time it came out. Um, even looking back now, if I could redo it, I think there's definitely some things I would do differently. But there was going to be way more with Elizabeth, that little girl, and so there was definitely, like, some dark things I was looking at. There was going to be, so I live in Minnesota. Where are you guys based? Illinois. Okay. So, you're kind of familiar with the Great Lakes, everything else. Yes. And, like, for Lake Superior, that, like, she never gives up her dead because it's so cold that the bodies just stay down there. They never float to the top because, like, I don't know how gruesome, sorry, you want me to No, we are obsessed with the true crime, so, like, please oh, keep oh, talking. Right. <laughs> okay, wonderful. Yeah. Um, that's kind of how, like, book one came to be, is because I'm obsessed with true crime, but then I also, like, love this one, and I was like, boy, wouldn't it be cool if we could have, like, a little bit Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's kind of, like, where that came from. Um, but yeah, so I was, like, looking up, like, okay, well, what, how, how, like, would bodies, like, you know, like, sink, and I was learning, like, all these things, and then kind of like my true crime brain took over and I was like going like down this rabbit hole of here we go um, like body decomp <laughs> and like you're gonna be on the FBI's most wanted list <laughs> too I know I was like I need to just like light my history on fire and there was I think one point I saw another author do it where they like typed something and they were like don't worry I'm an author I'm just trying to do research for a book and like just to like add that quick in there and I think I did that at one point that is so funny so kind of like yeah. Yeah, like really good. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, like it is. It's kind of weird, like looking for stuff, and you don't always want to look up some of those things, especially when it's related to like you know child death. Like that's just a yes. dark, dark area. Um, so that was definitely one. But there was a lot too with book two. Um, kind of on the same path, I guess, with Mickey's ex um, passing. Yes. And like how soon you know like what does it smell like when someone dies you know right away like, yeah you know those kind of things like that I just I don't know but I I know a little bit but not enough and, yes and also just like getting I wanted to be respectful enough I think of it um and especially around uh addiction because I feel like there's so many times in books where it's the addict is like the villain it's like they're like the bad guy and mm-hmm. I that's just not the way I don't think it should be approached. I think everybody is just, you know, it's a disease and it, it, it gets some people and, and it's not fair. And I, I want them to be able to have that, um, still like, or have like their dignity about it. Yeah. So eventually Anna will be getting her own book. I don't know if I've ever said that out loud, but, um, it's something that's always been like, nice. the like after writing that book, I was like, I want to give her her own story because I love Anna. So like, I still think that she's wonderful. Um, and I think that she needs, you know, her own happy ending. Yes. Eventually, like, she'll get that. So that's, like, another thing. There's a lot of, anytime I handle some of these heavier topics, I try to do it with a lot of respect and a lot of realism. I don't want to just be brushed over and oversimplified because it's, they're never simple. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, none of those issues are ever just as simple as they seem. It's not just, oh, they do drugs and then that's it. Like, it's complex. It's like the you know it's part of the human experience yes all of those things so I want I want to be yeah respectful of it so there's a lot of times when it comes to those heavier topics I'm researching and um I go on reddit a lot because I feel like that's where I get a lot of first person accounts for how people truly feel about that stuff it's almost like a lot of times these journals of people that are you know saying how they feel and you can kind of like get in that headspace of okay this is you know, or look at it a different way that maybe I hadn't thought of before. Um, and then that kind of helps put me in that position. Um, 
to react to whatever this heavy topic is Mm -hmm. outside of myself with someone who's actually had first person experience um or i or i find someone and i talk to them about it and you know pick their brain a little bit there's a lot of readers who have reached out to me and said like hey i went through this myself and it just like gives me chills every single time Mm -hmm. (laughs) and usually by the end like especially if they're you know sharing a lot i'll be like you know could i ever reach out to you to like talk about this because you know, I have plans for something that's similar to that in the future, like, could I pick your brain? And they're always, like, really cool about it. Like, yeah, absolutely, like, reach out. You know, I'd love to, like, almost give a little bit of them mm-hmm. to the story, which yeah. I think is cool. I don't know. Hannah Gray did a really good job with addiction in her last book with Lost Boy with that one. I feel like she did a really good job with that, of not making him the villain and, like, yeah. just, like, showing that part of yeah. it. Yeah, it's really good. It made me cry. It was one of those books I started crying. Yeah. Okay, so what is next now that like hockey series is complete? So Which by the way crushed my soul. Like I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> With your love of true crime, I have just a little suggestion for your love of true crime. If you ever want to come out with, like, a psychological thriller smut, I'm about it. Because when Hope and I read um, the Mindfuck series, we were like, the only way that this could be better is if it is, like, so freaking smutty. Like, yeah, we just wanted more smut. Because, like, she's a serial killer and she falls in love with the FBI agent. I'm like, I need, I need more. Like... So, if you ever want to write that, I would be 100% down for it. I do have, like, an idea um, for a three-book series that I is definitely, like, my next big one, I think. Um, I'm not ready for it yet, and it's almost, like, a little on the paranormal side, but it's very much, like, true crime, culty, like, blah, 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 like, all of that. Um, because I think that was sort of what really started all of this was I wanted a book with high high spice and lots of dirty talk but also true crime because that was like my favorite but then it started into this hockey thing and I realized I had to go hockey sort of with it um even though I think my beta readers at the time were like this is not really hockey romance this is like suspense 
are you sure you want to keep going with this? I'm like, I already wrote all the characters. Like, I've already outlined, like, five books. I got to do it. Like, we're in it now. Well, four books. But, you know, I was like, it's it's already, I'm committed. Like, I got to finish it. Um, but that was sort of, like, the original goal, which made me want to be like, this is something that I feel like is missing from the smut community. There is, like, you know, don't get me wrong. There's definitely some. And they're great books. Um, but I'm like you. Like, I want... I want higher spice. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I just need more. Yeah. I, know. Like, I, I need it to be a little bit more intense. Um, yeah. So, I do have plans for something. It's it's very loosely outlined. It'll be a three-book series. It'll probably be a little weird, um, but it's definitely more true crime And I think it's going to, if I if I do it, it's going to be awesome, but it requires so much research. And yeah. Like, sensitivity readers and it's it's gonna be a ton of work that I'm just not quite ready for yeah <laughs> but there will be something coming well I will be waiting for it in the future for sure <laughs> sounds good is there like a book that when you were younger like made you fall in love with reading mm. honestly so there were there was like with Redfern Grows you know things like that where I love and um of Mice and Men like those are just ones that, like I read in school and really loved reading, but then I was out of reading for a very long time, and it wasn't until the pandemic and I started working with this woman who did um, like social media or like Amazon ads, like SEO kind of marketing for independent authors, and a lot of the authors were very um, kind of like fringe smut, so it would be more like the milking farm ones and the. Um, you know, all of those kind of things. And I remember just being like, what is all this stuff? Like, I had never heard of it. I hadn't really, I had read like, you know, Harlequin romances and stuff as a kid, which I loved. Um, But I had never really seen this stuff. And so the first one I read was Lexi Ryan's If It's Only Love, I think. And it was like one of the last books of the series um, in the, is it Jackson Harbor? Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I read that book and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Like, this is, it was contemporary smut. And I, but it was still, you know, it was very like small towny smut, but it made me just absolutely fall in love with it. And then I just started consuming the books like every smut reader does, just back to back to Mm -hmm. back to back. And so I was reading like hundreds of books and then started getting involved with like the covers things. And so I was sort of like immersed into this without even knowing it was a world that existed. And I absolutely fell in love. Um, so what was the question? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> what book made you fall in love with reading? Yeah, I think that one. So technically that would have been the book that like set me off. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I definitely did like writing. There was certain aspects of it that I had loved. Um, but I had smut itself and like that whole thing probably would have been the Lexi Ryan her series. We started our smut on Wattpad at a very young age, so <laughs> I can only imagine the things that we read when we were 13. Um, I know what I read, that's for <laughs> It was not good. I mean, it was good, but, like, 13-year-olds should not have been reading what we were reading, but we did it anyways. Uh, what's the one? What's, like, the famous, like, classic one that everybody... After by Anna Todd. After by Anna Todd. It was, like, a... It started off as a One Direction. Yeah, yeah, it started off as a One Direction it fanfic. Was, yeah, it was One Direction. Oh, oh my god! So like, Harden, Harden was Harry, Harry, and then Landon, Landon was Liam. Liam. Yeah. Oh, you're totally blowing my mind right now. I didn't know. It's that. still on Wattpad. Yeah. And then, are you thinking about though? Um, oh, this Natalie Preston or, or Natasha it? Preston? Natasha Preston. The she seller just, started on Wattpad. Have you ever read any of her books? She's a psychological thriller um, author. Natasha Preston. They're more like young adult, but if she had spice in her books, they would be amazing because she's a psychological like, thriller. Uh, fade to black, like rape. Like okay. there was yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. That was the. Yeah, the seller. Is it the seller? Yeah, I don't have it on my shelf, but yeah, it's the seller. That one was really good. That one was my favorite that she's yeah. written. I've, re- I've read all of her books that she comes out with. And she made a second one for the seller, too. Did she? Yeah. I don't think I read that one. Yeah, because I remember that one. I didn't read it, but I remember reading it, like, the synopsis, mm-hmm. and 
what's his face comes back and oh yeah. yeah if i could have like her books but with like like a romance in it um i would be my life would be made oh like God. it would satisfy like my need for true crime and also like absolute spice yes totally get that what is yeah, your well, writing process oh sorry you can go on and then i'll ask your question well, i was trying to think of the book there was definitely like Explain it to us, like our Miller book. There's like lobster. Um, so they were like in a lighthouse, and there's like baby. a lobster. What do you call it when you're like catching lobsters in their giant cage? Mm-hmm. Whatever lobster traps. Yeah. Like body parts in them. Oh, I don't know about that. I want to though. Okay, I will find it out and I will get back to you about it. It was really yeah. good. I loved it, and I remember being like, "Oh my god, this is like the closest I've gotten to like what I'm looking for, like in a book," because I'm. Totally on your wavelength with that. Yes. Like, that's what I need. I need both. Um, but I will send you it. Okay. And the name right now, I know that the name I'm going to say is wrong, um, but it might, I think it's a Saver Miller book. <sighs> is it on? You said it's Wattpad book? No, it wasn't on Wattpad. Oh. It was... I'm going to just quick look it up. Do you have a second? Yeah, go for it. Okay. I feel like that's something that I absolutely need to read, though. I think it's Be Still My Heart by Emily McIntyre and Savar Miller. Yeah, that's the one. Okay. That was going to drive me nuts. Is that, um, you said that was the one that was, like, at the end of the series, or is that, like, the one at the beginning of the series? No, this is just, like, a book. Oh, okay. I think it's standalone, I think. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to look yeah, that up, because... Up, but- I'm gonna have to go. Okay, the detective is called Sloan. I wonder if that was like a thing that I did. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's like a detective, and I think like a lobster man or something. Um, but yeah, it's cool. That was a good one. Yeah, that should be so interesting. Yeah, I'll have to look that one up. That's for sure gonna happen. Um, what is your writing process like? Oh, it's a mess. <laughs> Wait, what's that called? <laughs> Hope's trying to write a book, so she's like, wait, what? <laughs> mural, yeah. It's mural. awesome. Um, so I kind of go on there, and I just start to just brain dump all of my ideas out for a book. I'll come up, like, I'll have two little bubbles with each of the characters. In the center, I'll put, like, the tropes that I'm thinking I'm going to use, and then I'll just, like, go off of that with, like, all the ideas. And I'll usually have, um, like, I might put, like, conflict. And I'm going to show you this. Options. Is that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Love it. Um, I want to write a fantasy book, and it's kind of going to be hard to keep track of all the characters. I, I know that there's probably better ways to do it. That's just, like, the way that I had found. That's the way my brain works. Well, like, I have all these notebooks, and I've started writing characters in them, and then I can't find the notebook with the character in it. So I'm like, where did you go? <laughs> You're gone. You missed... And then I give it back to them. And it's in 
it's annoying, but it's just the way my brain works. I don't know. It'll probably always be that way. I think it's just my process, and it's so far it's worked out. I would say, hey, if it works, let it keep yeah, going. It I mean, yeah. I know. I know it's like not the easiest for everyone else. Um, like in book three, originally Barrett was not the dad, uh, and everyone I had actually switched it up so I only gave half of my beta team one. And then as soon as I, like, sent it off, like, I realized, wait a minute, like, oh, there's, I could have done it this way. So then I gave half of them the other one, and I was just sort of, like, waiting to see what happened, you know? And everyone that, when he wasn't the dad, was pissed. They hated it. They were so mad. So I was like, okay, that one's out. <laughs> I can't do that one, I guess. Um, but it turned out great in the end. Like, I, I loved it. So, yeah. I loved the little connection between, like, Arthur and Bear and, like, Barrett. I, that was amazing. I loved that. I always try to do, like, something with names a little bit, like, if possible. Like, Lauren means Blackbird, and so there's, like, the birdie and Blackbird thing. Like, there's always usually something with names going on. I like um, except to do that, lately. too. When I want to write a book, I have, like, a Pinterest board with names, and it has, like, the meaning in a different language, so I'm always, like... Yep, yeah. this is the one I want to use. Do it. Do it. Because there's, I, I had read it, I think, at one point. I don't know if it was after I did it or before. Maybe I was just, like, kind of looking into it. Like, do people actually care about that stuff? And I guess, like, a lot of readers will look it up to be, like, what do these names mean to see if there's little Easter eggs in there. So I always try to leave some kind of, like, Easter egg in the books because it's, I don't know, it's fun. <laughs> I just add names to my baby name list. I'm like, oh, that's cute. Maybe I'm add oh, to my baby name yeah. list. <laughs> So I just want to hype up Stand and Defend a little bit. I talked about it last week on the podcast and I shared all my favorite spicy scenes and just talked about it for like a good solid 20 minutes. Um, But I just want to hype it up a little bit more with you because people need to read it. Like, I don't know how else to describe it other than like, just listen to me and read it. That's all. Awesome. That sounds great. So I figured I would read you the spicy scenes that I if you want me to, um, that I did last week, and then we can kind of talk about them, um, and such. Okay. Um, so, the ring that you're like, I want this ring off her now, I'm, a, like, a sucker for ring scenes, like, in, like, Elsie Silver's, like, Powerless, when she has, like, when he's that part, I was just like, yes. So, like, I don't know what it is about rings and engagement rings, but if the man is possessive over it, like, I want it. Yes, oh, I ate it up completely. Um, stop being prim and proper and show me what a filthy slut you are when nobody's looking. When I read that, I was like, oh, damn. Okay, yes, I'm about it. Like, I loved that you portrayed her as this, like, goody two-shoes girl, and then, like, he, like, just corrupted her, and, like, yeah. I loved that. That was, that was, like, something we had talked about, I think, with, like, my beta readers. We were talking about, like, corruption kink at one point, and I was like, oh, that is it. Like, that's, that's spacey. Like, I knew, like, right away, it was just, like, that's gonna be part of him. Absolutely. Because it just made sense. It was something I hadn't really, like, heard of or thought about before, but as soon as they said it, it was, I just needed those two words, and I knew, like, yep. that's, that's gonna be, like, part of the book, for sure. And I'm also a sucker for Jacob's Ladder, so when he had one, I was just like, oh, absolutely. Like, if I had to create my perfect book husband, they would have a Jacob's Ladder, like, hands down like that like if I had to pick one thing like if I could only pick one thing about him I'm like Jacob's Ladder like that's it that was something yeah that was early on I kind of knew that he was always going to have that and I think my editor kind of helped push it that way um 
And when him and Lonan were, like, in the ice baths and he calls him Inspector Gadget, like, I was dying laughing. Like, I loved that scene so much. Mm-hmm. Like, that's always like the best mm-hmm. but yeah that was a fun one and then no one's talking about this this quote but like i don't know why because when he's like we're not stopping this is your fucking baptism sunshine i was like why is no one talking about this one i'm just so worried about that one because i know that there's so many books that have like that you know they like bring in like that biblical mm-hmm. sort of like vibe with it and i didn't want it to do it like too cliche but it was the only word that was like in my head at the time I was trying to come up with something else because I'm like I don't want it to look like I'm trying for like one of those but at the same time like it's like this rebirth of her like this new like it was like a baptism I don't know mm-hmm. so I, I just used it I was like I'm just gonna go with it um and yeah there's not a lot of people talking about that one I've seen it like one or two times but I'm glad that, I, that you liked it because oh. I wasn't sure if it was cringy or no that, but I just it was so spicy. I was like, oh, yes, please. Like, that is hot. Um, and then when he was like, I was his best fan, but now I'm the man who enjoys making his fiance come on my cock. That one, I was just like, okay, yeah, we're done. Like, Banksy's my favorite. I'm done with it. Like, and then the diamond, obviously the diamond necklace hand tattoo thing. Like, yeah, that one. I mean, that's a given. Oh, that part, I think I, like, ran to my closet. I was like, you're not going to believe Yeah. Like, I love it when an author has one of those, and I get so pumped, like, when I'm reading something, mm-hmm. like, I bet they were so psyched when they, like, wrote this down. Yeah. Like, awesome. It's funny, because my sister-in-law and I were just talking about, like, hand tattoos. I'm like, oh, get a hand, like, a necklace on your hand. And then I read that in your book, and I was like, yes! <laughs> Yes, I saw that in your readers group on Facebook. I'm so excited about it. Have you tried alcohol, like rubbing alcohol? No. I would try, I would maybe try that. Or hand sanitizer. (laughs) Yeah, or like hand sanitizer has rubbing alcohol in it. Oh, that's probably a good idea. I use hand sanitizer to like get Sharpie off walls and stuff. I saw that in your reader group that you were like, yeah, we have parent-teacher conference tomorrow. I almost commented on it and I was like, I don't want to comment if she's probably already tried that. So then I didn't, but I probably should (laughs) have. Okay. They, but they look awesome. Like last night, my husband was like, "We were watching a movie." Like the first, he's like, "This looks so badass." And I'm like, "It totally does." I totally want to get one. I like think it's so cool. Oh yeah, it's fun. And now we've also got um, the eclipse tattoo that's gonna go out with like all the PR boxes and stuff too. That's fun. So, and I've got some extras of those, so I'll probably put those up as well. Um, but yeah, I thought it'd be really fun for everyone to get their own little hand in hand. Yes. Yeah. Um, for like last question, but we can talk about anything else that if you want to, but, um, any advice for someone who wants to write a book?
do it just right. Like, just start. And once you, you'll get there. Like, when I started, I was still working full-time. And at the end of the day, I was, like, exhausted. But I would sit in, like, my son's room while he was falling asleep because, you know, it takes forever to get kids to fall asleep. But yep. I would sit there with, like, my laptop, and I would just write. And I would try to get um, a chapter done a night. I think I started – well, I did start writing during, like – do you know what NaNoWriMo is? Mm-mm. Oh, it's like National November Writing Month, man. No, right. National November Month of Writing, something like that. Um, so it's basically the goal for writers is to get 50,000 words done in a month. And that's like, if you can, you know, do like NaNoWriMo. And I thought it was finishing an entire book in a month. So I was like, no, I didn't get it. I only got 80,000 words. And then my editor was like, no, it's 50,000. <laughs> like, you did 80,000? What's wrong with you? But that was, like, my goal. Like, I was like, okay, this is going to keep me on track, and I'm just going to write every single day, and it is what it is. Like, I'm just going to try to get as much as I can out there. And at a certain point, I remember I hit, like, the halfway mark of what my, like, word count goal was, and I was like, oh, my God, like, I this is half of a book. And then, and then it was three quarters of a book, and then the book was done. And it's just as long as you just keep going, even if – I think it's one of those things where you have to have it – you have to use it or you'll lose it sort of a thing. Um, it's just like a muscle in your mm-hmm. brain that you have to continuously work um, to stay sort of in that headspace. So even if you're only writing like 10 words one day, that's 10 words that you didn't have before. And all of those little, well, like 10 words they add up. Um, it's always amazing to me when the time like I finish a book and then I'm like, oh my God, I wrote a book, like a whole book, all of it. Like it blows my mind that it came together because it sort of, it goes by fast and it doesn't, you know, it's like, it's kind of like being a mom where it's like the days are long, but like yes. the years are short sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, so it feels like that. And then you just get there as long as you just keep at it, like you will get there. Um, but yeah, it's not, it's not easy by any means, but you just got to start. Like, I think, and I'm like, no one to be giving advice. Like I've, I've barely been doing this a year, but I think that if I were to say anything, I think I see people just hesitating to like pull the trigger and just go for it. And I'm like, just do it. Like if there's a story that you have, like it will come out of you. It's, I didn't even know. I think my first chapter, I just started writing and I was shocked because in my head I thought there's no way I'm even going to get 60 pages of a book out. Like I don't, I don't know how to fill up with like, you know, a whole book worth of words. There's mm-hmm. no way. And then I like wrote this chapter and it's just flowed out of me. It was the most bizarre thing in the world um it still is very bizarre to me it's almost like like this just like stream of consciousness mm-hmm. there are just like blah, 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 and then there's words there it's your alter um, ego i don't even remember writing <laughs> but they're there so yeah if you just start and just let it flow out of you as much as you can and it won't out there's definitely times where it won't be as easy um but if you just try to keep at it and just let it don't fight it just just write, I guess. I don't know. My issue is all my ideas come to me at night, so I'll, like, wake up out of a dead sleep to, like, type, and I'm like, this is getting kind of tiring. <laughs> yeah. I want to go back I, to, like... I have, like, oh. five notes, whatever, that are absolutely fill up or I can't have any more characters in them, where it's just, like, ideas, because they come to me at night, and I get so annoyed because then I'll, like, get stuck on an idea, and then I can't fall asleep. Mm-hmm. Super I want to go back to, like, the word count thing. So, do you remember the AR test we used to take in, like, high school? You had to do it on the computer and stuff? Yeah. I want to do that so badly so I can know how many words I read a year. Oh. You want to know how many words you read? Yeah, because it calculates how many words that you've read. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. So, like, at the end of, like, every AR test, it'll be, like, give your total, like, how many pages, how many books, and how many words that you've read. And I want to take the AR test so bad, and I have tried and tried. Do you think they tried. have AR tests for the smutty books I that we read? <laughs> that would be so but funny. I'm so mad because every time I try and go to the website, it's like, oh, log in if you're a teacher. Log uh-huh. in if you're a student. And I'm like, but I'm not. I just want to <laughs> take this for fun. Do you have that option? And I'm about to email them. <laughs> <laughs> you're worse than spit. I know. I'm about to email like the company and be like, listen. I'm not a teacher and I'm not a student, but I just want to take the AR test for fun. And they'd probably be like, you're you weird. Want to take a test <laughs> for fun? I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, just let me. I I miss them, <laughs> but they don't do them in school anymore. So they don't do AR tests anymore. No, that's dumb. Oh, weird. I don't honestly. I don't even remember 
we had to like read a book and then we had like a certain number of AR points that we had. Of, and mm-hmm. AR starts for accelerated reader. And we had to have like a certain number of AR points and the books, like how big they were, were based on like how many points there were. So like Twilight would have been like 25 AR points or something like that. Um, and so depending on your reading level, depending on like how many AR parts you had to have personally. Mm-hmm. And then after you finished the book, you had to take a, like a test about the book. That way they knew you're reading it and not just like pretending to read it. Yeah. There was one time I remember in class, I think it was like third grade, with Miss Henderson, I think it was. Yeah. And so we were about to go to lunch, and there was a kid that was like staying in to take an AR test, and he logged in and he put the name of the book in, and then he's like, "Crap, this isn't the right book. I don't know any of this. Like, it's the same name, but it's the wrong book." So then my teacher, she just started clicking D, and he got a hundred percent. So. <laughs> She just clicked D for all of the <laughs> options, and it was 100%. And I was like, well, I was like, do you want to keep it or not? <laughs> oh, my gosh, that's weird. I don't think, I, I don't think we did that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Our school was, like, very strict about it. Yeah, we were really big. Like, our school was really big into reading, I feel like. Yeah. I'm, that might be why I'm such a reader, but, like, we we had, like, a strict reading time, like, in junior high, where we had to sit there and read for 30 minutes a day during reading class. Yeah, we had reading and then English. Two different classes. Yeah. Oh, man, we did it. I must have gone to, like... Well, oh, no. Um, no, no, no. Our school had, like, 50 people, like, in a grade. Like, we got from a small, small town. So, like, that's not the issue. (laughs) And then we'd have, like, eight classes a day. All of our schools are surrounded by cornfields. Like, we are... Yep, that's how we are. That's, yeah. yeah. But so my graduating class was yeah. 72 people. Yeah, I think mine was like 64, but like it was seven towns combined. It's an entire county that goes to one school, but all the towns are so small that like we're the smallest county in Illinois, so. I thought your class was the biggest class that they had. Mm-mm. Or was it the class after? It was after the class you? after. They had They're, like 90 or something. Uh, the, no, they had 110. That was the biggest class we've ever had. Yeah, like, our yeah. entire school is, like, 300. Like, you knew everyone and I could everything make, about I, them. If I was still... I can't... Don't ask me to do it now, but if I could go back and you put a lineup, I can name everyone in my, like, graduating class. Yeah, same. I couldn't at all. We went to a class reunion, and they didn't have name tags, <laughs> and it was the worst. I was just, like... Oh, I know for a fact I will remember everyone if we have when we have our class reunion, because everybody looks the same. I have a picture of us all in preschool. And I can see people now, and I'm like, you look the same. Went, like, from, yeah, from, like, the very beginning to yeah. the very end. Yeah. Yeah, we had, like, two, we, I think my class was, like, 900-some people. And I remember, like, it was, I think it was one of the biggest classes right before the second high school was built. And um, I remember, like, being there at graduation. So I tell, like, do That's you know, how you PSEO, know. Uh-uh. It's, like, you can go to college for, like, your juniors. Oh, we, we had AC- seen ACC. Well, we had senior year. You could take like dual credits at yeah. the neighboring college, but yeah, it's like called ACC or something. That was different. That was through was LP. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I I had done that. So I was at like the community college for like my last two whatevers. I didn't go to class. So I had to come back for like my last semester of senior year and like fix stuff so I could graduate. <laughs> um, so I had like done that, and when I came back. Yeah. With like all those people, but we were all from like these little smaller-ish towns. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they all like fed into like the one senior high. So our awesome. hometown is maybe like less than a hundred people. Yeah. yeah no, no, we have like four streets <laughs> and no gas station. We're all related somehow. Yeah. Are you in like the unincorporated towns? What? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I know she doesn't either because she gave me that look. Oh, no. They don't, I don't think they have the population on our things. It's outside of town on a green sign. I think it's on a, one of ours. I don't remember which way you come into town and it's on. No, we don't have a population. 
There was a green sign at one point that had the population of our town. Oh, really? I yeah. don't know. It's it, You haven't lived there in, like, years. That's true. We're considered a village, yeah. if that makes anything. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, we're teeny tiny. But I'm pretty sure there was. I don't know if it's still there or not. It probably got hit, but... <laughs> probably got hit. People around... I... There is a sign that was, like, not far out of town that someone hit, and I'm like, I don't know. How do you hit that? That's all the way in the ditch. Do you... Do you just drive all the way in the ditch? Like... Well, small towns. Like, yeah. Come on. Yeah. It's small towns. I feel like that's when it always happens. I feel like I and couldn't write are... a small town romance because my, my version of small town and other people's <laughs> version of small town is very different. Yeah. Like, my I... version of small town is you go next door and it's your aunt, and then you go down the street and it's your cousin. So, like... I don't think I could write a book about that. Yeah, I don't think I could either. Like, <laughs> we're all related somehow. There would be no spice in that book. That's all. Oh. So, you know how, like, I feel like the tabloid romances are, like, really taking off right now. Mm-hmm. Like, hockey sort of had, like, this time, like, last year, and now, like, we're definitely getting into more, like, western and yes. that sort of thing. And I'm like, I just do not have it in me, like, to do, like, that, like, country boy sort of thing. Because mm-hmm. I lived in the South for a little bit with, like, all of my cousins, and it was, like, in one of those super tiny towns where it's, it's, like, unincorporated on the side. Um, so it had like 50 people in it, and I'm like, that is so not what I want. Yeah. <laughs> that I've lived it, that is not sexy. Like, there, I can't do that. Like, there's no I'm still life. very much a sports romance girly. I will always be a sports romance girly, so. That's awesome. Yeah, that was something I didn't really know about, like, hockey romance until I started reading it. I think it was, I'm guessing Al Kennedy's was probably the first one I read. Yeah, it's like baby smut. That's what Hope and I call it. It's baby yeah, smut. Yeah, like that's like where you where you start with like your hockey romances, and it's a great series. Um, and I think I, I, that, and I was just like, oh my god! Like I grew up in a hockey town. Like Minnesota is like the state of hockey, football, nothing. Like, yeah. Everything else, nothing. It was hockey as everything. Yes. All of you know, we were just raised where it's like the hockey guys are like the hot guys, and that's just like this weird like ingrained thing. I think that's like in all of our heads, like you know, as Yes. Probably a lot of Minnesota schools. Yeah. That was like attractive because that everyone, I don't know, hockey guys, they just got everything, it seemed like. Um, We don't have hockey around here. No. We. Yeah, I was like, this is where I got to start. And I love hockey, so. Our sports were baseball and golf. Yeah, baseball mostly. My husband was a baseball player. And basketball. Yeah, basketball. I tell my husband all the time I'm leaving him for a hockey player. Like, he knows that if I ever got a chance, like, I'm leaving him for a hockey player. Like, baseball? No. No. You already... I say that, and I'm writing a baseball romance, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> really so yeah. Cool. I'm, like, 18,000 words in, um, so... We also... We have one together. We're writing a hockey one, too. Yeah, but I don't know anything about hockey, so I've had to, like, research a whole bunch, because I... Like, I know hockey, but not enough to, like, write, like, scenes within the game. Oh no, I could. I can't. I'm not a. That's sports. a good idea. I am a sports person in books, but ask me to watch TV of sports, and I'm like, no, oh no, I, I can do it. it. I'm so used to that with Kevin. I use hockey's to, so hot. Used to I tell watch, Kevin, I'm like, but they throw people up against the wall. He's like, I can put you up against the wall if you want me to. I'm like, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Like, I could watch basketball when we were in high school. But I don't ask me to now. No. I, I, yeah, hockey is pretty much the only sport I will watch. I could watch a little bit of soccer probably and a little bit of basketball because they're fast moving, but don't make me watch football. Like, I oh, cannot. I can't do football. I can do baseball because I, had to, I lived that life for many years. Yeah. My entire college career was watching Kevin play baseball. And usually on my birthday, because my birthday is March 31st, so, like, right smack dab in baseball season. So, every year on my birthday, I was watching him play baseball, which, whatever. But it's fun, because, like, now, like, I'm, like, writing about, like, the draft and stuff. I'm like, okay, like, so when does the draft take place? And he'll be like, oh, it takes place at this time. I'm like, okay, and how many, ta- like, how many, like, weeks do they have to, like, go to this and do this? And so, he's, like, just out in the living room, like, talking to me. I'm in my office just, like, typing. And I was like, okay, I need them to lose... But I don't want them to get to the World Series, but I want them to get to, like, the, the before the World Series. I'm like, so what do I say? And he was like, okay, say they went four for four and this and that, and they lost to this person. I'm like, perfect. Thank you so much, Kevin. <laughs> I was totally, yeah, I remember saying that all the time to my husband, because my husband, like, he just knows, like, 
Yes. Um, I can like watch a lot of it, but there's still like, you know, yeah. I, like, I want them to not, not win like a Stanley Cup, but I want them to like, you know, it close enough where it's like, they're not losers. Yeah, they're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. So I totally, I, I absolutely remember saying like that exact set of kind yeah. of stuff. And I was going to like, okay, help me like get them like almost all the way there. Yes. But so much of my plot is not hockey based, so it's just like not always. Yeah. I can't do that because Chris doesn't watch sports either. <laughs> no, he doesn't. <laughs> Kevin is all about sports. It's all we are not a sports about. household. We are. We really, I did not grow up in a sports household at all. Um, and uh, NASCAR, I could do that actually. <laughs> I could write a NASCAR romance. Hey, that would be hot. Have you seen them in their racing suits? I, you just there, like unzipped there, halfway and it's like mm-hmm. against the waist. Yeah, there is one. You could do it. That is going to be if Chris and I don't work out, he's gonna be my future husband. He's in a relationship right now, but it doesn't matter. He doesn't know yet, <laughs> but we're gonna get married. Like if Chris and I don't work out, I'm going for him. I don't remember his name. I've just seen him. My parents know his name because they always tell me, "There's your future husband," or like Casey Kane. You remember when he used to ring? Yeah. He was my number one. I still have a shirt. It's got holes in it. Um, and I used to call him Candy Cane. So that's why he was my favorite. I feel like there aren't a ton of like racing ones. But, like, no. Kay Bromberg has a couple Formula One, but it's yeah, not NASCAR. So I'm going to write a NASCAR romance. <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to write a NASCAR there you romance. Go. Do it. Yeah. You should. Could you imagine me yeah. going downstairs with my computer and be like, Hey, Dad. Hey, Dad. I have a question. I can't remember what this is called. And you'd be like, what's it for? I'd be like, Does he still not, follow your bookstagram? Yeah. Why do you not have a book on your bookstagram? Yeah, my dad follows my bookstagram. I mean, I don't care because he knows that we have a podcast. So I'm like, if he listens to the podcast, at this point. My parents know I have a podcast, but they don't know what I talk about on the podcast. Oh, I told my parent. I told my mom. Like my mom she knows everything. That but I they talk came about. into my um room, like my office the other day, and like I have this book with like all these stickers on it, and it's got like hand necklaces and one that says like spread those pages and like smut slut. Like it's not oh it's not good. So I have a bunch of new stickers on mine, but <laughs> yours um, aren't like super smutty no. though. I mean, other than the literature. <laughs> but I have one that this yeah. is literature. <laughs> It's not smut, it's literature. And only here for the smut. And I still read fairy tales. They're just spicier now. Oh, I like those ones. I have, like, a baggie of smut stickers that I'll, like, throw in. Usually, like, a couple or, you know, something with, like, whenever I sell one of them mm-hmm. on Etsy. Um, and there's always, like, I have such a hard time getting rid of them because I'm just, like, I want to keep them so bad. Yeah. But, you know, you have, like, that inner, like, sticker hoarder. Yes. Like, yes. Like, you should see all the stickers I got because I just stole a bunch from my sister. Sorry, Sierra. I'll give them back. But they're quote ones. Like, I have one right here. How are you going like, to give it back to her if it's on your laptop? I'm going to give her the rest. I oh. chose the ones I wanted. But this one says, as a writer, you try to listen to what others aren't saying and write about the silence. And our heart. Oh, that's good. And, like, there's a bunch. I have... I chose all the ones that I wanted, and there's one from Albus Dumbledore, like, he, the happy quote, and I'm like, I just, I just want it since it says Albus. <laughs> like, I understand the quote, but Albus Dumbledore is my man. That's a good one, though. Yeah. I don't really have many, like, greater ones. I have, I have a Do you wash it, or are you like one of those people like I can't wash it because it has the magical power? No, so, I wash it. It's still stained, and I stained it actually with coffee. So oh, I'm perfect! Like, legit. Like, yeah. Oh wait, like it's an okay stain. Yeah. Because I'm drinking coffee, I don't know, whatever. But yeah, so that's kind of I'm like looking at it. It's right here. <laughs> I have a sticker. Like I found a sticker that actually like matches. Oh, that's cute coffee. though. I saw it for a second. <laughs> so that was, that's it. It's like triple XL. It's big and comfy and my favorite. But yeah, I, I 
I love and that. I had a beta reader that gave me one um, recently that she made. It's just, it's amazing. It has like the titles of the books down the arm, and then on the back it has like a big twenty-three, and it says St. James, kind of like a like a jersey style, and then like Lakes hockey on the chest. And um, she's like, I put twenty-three because that was like the year when you first like published your first book, and Aww. it was so so sweet. And I wear that one all the time too. So that's cute. Like a writing sweatshirt, it's just like, yeah, it's like a blanket almost, you know, like you just yeah, you need something, yeah, very much so. Yeah, it's, it's like a security thing. I love it, but yeah, I don't have any other questions. Do you have any other questions? Mm-mm. I just really gotta pee. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just holding it because I know that we're probably almost done. So I'm yeah, like, we I'll are. wait. <laughs> Um, anyways, but thank you so much for coming on. This was so fun. I absolutely loved it. I cannot wait to see what you come up with next. I know that it'll be so spicy, and I'm so here for it. I'm sorry that I didn't put any input on the books. I just, I've read the first one. That was it. I don't remember anything I, I don't anything know how you it. haven't read the other ones. I've literally talked your ear off about all of them, and you have not. I know. I remember. Hope is a, a fantasy l- reader more than a sports mo- romance, but she will read it every once in a while for me when we want to talk about like cover the same book on the podcast i'm like all right i'm gonna choose this one because this one sounds the most interesting i've already covered before we came and stand and defend but now i can cover the entire lakes hockey because it's completed and okay you're just gonna have to wait until i read okay then read them i gotta read this okay this is the one you chose for me I have this one, and then I have an arc read. So this yes. one is The Serpent and the Wings of Night by, um, her name's not on here. Um, we did, like, a Cupid for, like, um, our Valentine's episode. So, like, I picked out a book for Hope, and Hope picked out a book for me. And so we have to read each other's, like, yeah. But I haven't read this book, and she didn't read the book that she recommended for me. So she recommended a hockey romance, and I recommended, like, a yeah. fantasy book. This one is by Carissa Broadbent. So it's pretty big on like book talk right now, I yeah. think, for the fantasy world. And then like my arc read is called "Last Stand for Genevieve" by Kami Warfe. I don't know how to say your last name. It's I'm arc reading for Cat Singleton right now for Pretty Rings and Broken Things. I'm really excited about it. It's really good so far. Oh, I heard that one's good. Mm-hmm. It's really good so far. No, uh, my son's been screaming out there the entire time. Okay, so. cool. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. Cool. Well, thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank, thank you. you for being here. Yes, it was so nice to meet you. You too. Bye. Bye. That was so fun. Hope what book I currently read. <laughs> I just said, and I've already read the synopsis last week. I'm reading Pretty Rings and Broken Things by Kat Singleton, and I have not read the synopsis yet, but it is the second in the, um, black, billionaire, billion, I don't remember. Black Ties Billionaire or something? Yeah. Okay, I don't think I've actually read the synopsis. I don't think you did either. So you read your synopsis, and then give me your good read, and I'll read my synopsis, and then you can go pee. So it's called The Last Stand for Genevieve, um... Not going to try and pronounce her name again because I don't want to butcher it. I'll ask her one day how to pronounce it. Um, maybe, like, if I get her to ask her to come on the podcast, maybe yeah. I'll ask her to pronounce her last name. That's but, how I'm going to feel about Prue when we have her on in a couple weeks. I'm going to be like, um, so is it Schuler or Skyler? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's Prue, too, and I could be totally wrong. I'm going to feel so bad if it's yeah. wrong. So, a journey of self-discovery unfolds through grief and love in the unforgettable narrative. Last stand for Genevieve not only captivated me but left me left a lasting impression. A U Connor. Just, uh, oh, just A U. Anyway, Connor decided a long time ago that life is a lot simpler when emotions are kept out of it, and as far as he's concerned, there's only room in life for two things: one, the family he chose; two, music. At, but after the secretive and enigmatic Brooke, Connor finds himself questioning everything. Greeted by nothing but her icy exterior, he becomes determined to discover if anything warm lies beneath. What Brooke... What turned Brooke the beautiful 
some would even say perfect 4.0 GPA girl next door into a ghost that's been off the radar for five years. With Connor determined to invade her heart the way she has invaded his, will Brooke find it in herself to finally share her secrets? If you love getting your heart shredded and put back together, then this book is for you. Last Stand is for Genevieve is a dual point of view romance novel with alternating timelines that will have you laughing, crying, and possibly cursing the author. When it's own happily ever after, it can be read as a standalone book or as book two in the last ser- the last series, followed by or following last letters to Ara. I'm just gonna look it up. Pretty rings and broken things. You're in my books. It's oh. not in my books. Oh goodness gracious! <laughs> oh, I spelled it wrong. That's okay. Does she ever message you back about what she messaged on the podcast page on TikTok? No, I don't think that was her, though. I thought it was. I thought it was Kat Singleton. It was, but I think it was, like, a fake account. Oh, okay. Um, so this is the second in the Black Tie Billionaires, um, and it comes out on the 22nd. Um, also, L.A. Shaw's book comes out on the 22nd as well. Pretty rings can't always fix broken things. Unfortunately, that doesn't stop powerful men from trying. Which is why instead of getting the wedding I've always dreamed of, I was forced to marry the heir of our rival company and join that we've join a family that we've hated for generations and arrange marriage to make our problems disappear then again i'm the one that snuck behind my father's back and ended up at the center of a scandal that could ruin my family's reputation now the only person who can protect me is the cold and calculated billionaire archer moore the marriage was only supposed to be for show but archer can be very convincing he's demanded that we move in together that we kiss that we make it look and feel real he's a man who's obsessed with getting what he wants and i'm starting to think that he wants what he wants is me But the closer we get and the less we pretend, the more I question if the grudges between our families are too much to overcome for our marriage that was built on Pretty Rings and Broken Things. Pretty Rings and Broken Things is a billionaire arranged marriage romance releasing early 2024. It is Winnie's book and is a complete standalone. Or you can read it within the the thing. Um, So there's that. And then I'm going to go to my profile quick. Um, I read Stay With Me. Oh, I read Icebreaker. Did you? I did. I just finished it. Um, I liked it, but it gave me the ick when she called him Bub. I didn't like that. I don't remember her calling him Bub. She does. Um, but I did like it. It was good. Um, I think that was all I needed to talk about. Yeah. I just wanted to let you know that I read Icebreaker. Nice. That's all I have. That's all I have too, so stay smutty. Bye.